हेलो गुड मॉर्निंग गुड मॉर्निंग एवरीवन Sanana beautiful morning to come to your homes your various places of work and residence with the word of god we are in the lockdown so i believe you'll have enough time to <clears throat> to listen to the word of god and be edified yes so in some few minutes i believe you'd have some opportunity to grasp whatever i'll be saying here and i believe that the holy ghost will anoint my tongue with a coal of fire and even as the word of god goes forth you'll be edified you'll be healed and you'll be strengthened So shall we pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Breathe your breath upon every word that will be spoken here. So that edification will take place. Healing will take place. Inspiration, men will be inspired. And they will move from one level of faith to the other. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning I will be speaking on a very simple subject on Hebrews 11 and the topic is a uh, the features of faith okay features of faith what are the blueprints or what are the characteristics of faith when it says someone has faith what does it mean <clears throat> now first of all let's look at a bible definition for faith He said that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is faith is faith it didn't say now faith was or faith will be. So this stands to reason that any time you are expecting something from the future that is not faith. The Bible has a different word for that. That is hope. The Bible said now these three abide: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of them is love. Okay, so one beautiful thing about the word of God is that when you drift from God's position, you don't fall into distraction. You fall into another realm or area that also has a name. So when you fall from faith, you have entered into um, hope. Okay? A lot of times people people hope for things. <laughs> they hope that they will, their marriage will get better. They hope that their finances will change. They hope that they will get a new job or they will get scholarship or they will get a good grade. They hope that they are expecting that God will heal them of their sicknesses. All those things that the people are expecting in their future is isn't faith, it's hope. Okay? <clears throat> Now someone will ask so why why should I draw a, a distinction between faith and hope? If I have hope, wouldn't I get um what I am saying? Okay, the the reason why we have to know <coughs> we have to know whether something is faith or something is hope is because 
when you have hope for something okay there is a possibility that the thing will be truncated there is a possibility that something could stop it along the way because you are believing that the thing will step from the future into the present or the thing will step from the present to the future you are expecting that someday that thing will come now the moment you have that kind of expectation okay i know the bible said that the expectation shall never be cut off but that is if you stand on your ground and you fight for it now when you are expecting that thing it means there is a distance between you and that thing so something could block it so a lot of time people really have hope for things that they believe will come to the their possession or become their possession or they will possess it and never it never appears because they did not really fight for it now let me read something to clear this in romans chapter 8 verse 24 he said that for we were saved in this hope but hope that is seen is not hope for why does one still hope for what he sees okay so faith hope means that you are not seeing the thing <laughs> you are hoping that a thing will come to pass okay or will come to you now faith is not like that faith is not like that he said that now faith is in the substance of the thing that you are hoping for so hope comes first and then faith comes in and says that even though i am hoping to receive this by faith i have already received it so you have you have closed the gap between you and what you are expecting to come so what closes the gap between hope and yourself is faith now you are hoping that you will buy a house by the next two years. So there's a gap between you and the thing, that is the two years. Faith closes that two-year gap and says that I have already received that house. Okay? Faith closes the gap. Faith closes the gap. Faith closes the gap. <clears throat> so he said that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the substance. Okay? Now, one other thing that defines faith is that what the substance of or the evidence, and the second part said that the evidence of things not seen. So, <clears throat> the house that you are here to buy that you have not yet seen, the evidence that you have bought the house is the word of God. The Bible said in Deuteronomy that they shall build houses and inherit it. They shall build houses and live in it. They shall plant, plant vineyards and they shall drink from the wine thereof. So what shows that you have bought a house is the word of God. The Bible said in Jeremiah that build your house and after that look for a virgin and get married. So what shows that you build a house is the word of God that says it. So if God's word says something, then, then that is the evidence. <coughs> that is the evidence. <coughs> that is the evidence that you have that thing. Okay? That is sweet. I, I want to build this premise very carefully so that um, we'll get a concept. Faith, you know, a lot of people say, I, I, I know God will do it. God will do it. So they say, oh, I have faith. I have faith. God will do it. No, that is not faith. That is hope. Faith is stronger than hope. Faith, faith, faith says, I have it. I receive it. It is already mine. <laughs> it is already mine. So, now when we read Isaiah 53, okay, 
It says that by your, by the stripes of Jesus, five. The five says that by the stripes of Jesus, ye are healed. <clears throat> now, when you read First John chapter two verse twenty four, it said that by whose stripes ye were healed. <laughs> that is faith. Faith says that I, the thing is already mine. So if your head is pinning you, the evidence that you are being healed is the word of God that says that you are healed. That is the evidence. Don't look for the evidence on the on the physical or in the physical. Okay, you don't look for evidence for your faith on the physical. The evidence that what you are looking for has been given to you is the word that that, that says that you have that thing. <laughs> so, by whose stripes you were healed? So when your your head is pinning you, what shows that your head your headache has been healed? The evidence is by whose stripes you were healed. So you stand on that word until physically manifest. That is faith. All right. Now let's move on to um, the one of the what faith produces or the features of faith. One verse two. For by it, by faith, the elders obtain a good testimony. The the King James says that for by it we obtain a good report. So when you go to the hospital and they give you doctor's reports, faith also has a report that is able to cancel that doctor's report. And that report is the word of God that you are healthy. Okay. Good report, good testimony. <clears throat> to be able to get a good testimony, you should have faith. Now verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen now were made not of things which are visible. So faith gives you understanding. You see that when you take the word and you're able to grasp the concept of what he's talking about, that is faith. Faith is what produces an understanding. So anytime that you see that your level of understanding is, is, is darkened or is withheld, or is not manifesting. It means you should check your faith level. When they preach, <laughs> and uh, you do not really grasp the content or the context of whatever is being taught, you should know that your faith level is 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 coming down. Now, uh, after this, we will look at one of the things or some of the things that um, it really affects faith or brings our faith down. Okay. Now, by faith, verse 4, Hebrews 11, verse 4, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Okay, so faith is a purifier. (laughs) Two people will do (laughs) the same thing, and uh, God will look on one person's own with respect. Okay, that is what the Bible said. God had respect for Abel's offering. God will look onto it with respect. When they say respect, it means with approval. So God will look on one somebody's thing with approval, and another person's thing with unapproval because of faith. They see that the person that they are giving that thing to is alive. Okay, when you read the verse, it says that he that comes to him must know that he is God. He is. He is presently alive. So. That faith opens up God for them, opens up a seal of approval unto their sacrifice. So by faith, we offer excellent sacrifices. Somebody will give an offering of 
um, less a thousand dollars. Okay, another will also <laughs> offer the same thousand dollars, and after two years, there will be a million dollars in the first person's account, and there will be negative million dollars in the person's account. What what is that? It is because the first person did it in faith. The sacrifice he offered, that is his last thousand dollars. He offered it in faith, but the other did it religiously or, or unwillingly. Okay, faith is what gives you the willingness to offer a sacrifice. You know, it is the spirit that moves you and drives you into action and to give him something willingly. You know, Abraham, we move to Abraham. Okay, so, all right. <laughs> so let me jump to verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed <laughs> when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. Abraham was also the same person that uh, offered his only son. So the propelling force, you are going somewhere, you are doing something that you don't even know the result yet. But you know deep down that this is good and this will bring a bountiful harvest. So faith is what moves you into doing that thing. Now that is why the Bible said at verse 6, but without faith, Hebrews 11 verse 6, but without faith it is impossible to please God. What does it mean? It means that without faith, it is impossible for God to see and accept and approve and bless anything that you are doing, if it is not of faith. Now, anything that is not of faith is of doubt, and God does not honor doubt, okay? Now, the reason why it is impossible for God to bless anything that is outside faith is that faith is God's word. Faith, faith, faith has its foundation and premise on the word on the word of God. So when you are doing something that is not of faith, it means it is not on the premise of the word of God. When you look at it deeply, on the surface, anybody would think that it's on the premise of the word of God because when you give an offering, it is, it is in the word of God that we give offering, okay? But when you look deep, deep down, maybe it's just for eye service. And eye service is outside the realm of the word of God. So God cannot honor it. You know, faith is of the word, and God is God's word is Himself. So God cannot go against Himself and bless something that is against Himself. It is as serious as that. Okay, now let me go to verse five. By faith, Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see the death, and was not found because God had taken him out, taken him. For before he was taken. He had this testimony that he pleased God. In other words, he had this testimony that he had faith. Because it's by faith that we please God. Now, this verse 5 can be explained literally and spiritually. Literally because when you have faith, you will not see the physical death. Okay? But spiritually, we have spiritual death. Now, in Hebrews, in Isaiah, the Bible said that in the path, no, <coughs> In Proverbs, the Bible said that in the path of righteousness, there is no death, okay? So when you walk, friend, righteousness is by faith, okay? Righteousness is by faith. So when you walk with God by faith, you will not see death. What is death? Death is 
the Bible, Jesus said in John 10, 10, that the devil, the, the, the enemy cometh, which is the devil, of course, the enemy cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come to give you life, and life more abundantly. So, um, the thing is, if anything that is called death is, is anything that is outside the abundant life of Christ. Sickness is death. Unfruitfulness or barrenness is death. Okay? When they say death, spiritually, it means anything that is that has no life in it. So when your business is not growing, it is dead. When your, your womb is not reproducing according as it has been fashioned, it is death. When your mind is not thinking properly, like its capacity that has been made to function like it, it is death. If you are not able to express love and walk in the fullness of God, you are one way or the other dead. The Bible said that to be spiritually minded is life, but to be carnally minded is death. So when you are walking carnally, you are dead. But faith is able to re reverse all these things and helps you to produce, to bear fruit. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, let me go to verse 9. In Abraham by faith dwelled in a land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tent with Isaac and Jacob and heirs, the heirs with him of the same promise. Now, there's a lot to glean from the verse 9. By faith, Abraham dwelled in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, foreign country. By faith, you will never see this earth as your final dwelling or resting place. Never. <clears throat> because Jesus said that he prepares a place for us. So if you have that preparing a place that Jesus said that he prepared for us in your mind, it will dissolve every hope and every confidence that you have in this earth. Okay? In Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Paul said that we should set our affection on things above. <clears throat> and in verse 20, he says that our citizenship is in heaven. It is not, it, our citizenship will not be in heaven, it is in heaven. Jesus was walking on the earth and he said that even the Son of Man, which is in heaven, meanwhile, he was walking on the earth. So we have dual citizenship. But our eternal citizenship is in heaven. You don't see this earth as your final resting place. Because of faith. And so because it is not here that you will live your, all your life, you prepare yourself for the eternal abode. Okay? You, you, you live your life like people in heaven. You don't live like earthly people. You don't live like, live like an earthly being. Because you are not an earthly being. You are a spirit being that will be translated into heaven if Jesus arrives. <clears throat> now, Hebrews 11 verse 11. We are looking at the qualities of faith. Now, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, which means to give birth or to, 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 to get pregnant, okay? And she bore a child <laughs> when she was past the age. Because he judged him faithful. He judged God faithful who had promised. He later doubted. But he had to accept that God is faithful to 
give him the child that he she desires. So by faith, she received strength, first of all, and then she was able to get pregnant. So if you have not given birth, birth, <laughs> by faith, you shall receive strength to give birth. Faith will revitalize your womb and it will correct every incorrect thing in your reproductive system after the order of Christ and you shall be fruitful. Verse 12, Hebrews 11, 12. <clears throat> Therefore, from one man and as and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. So they give birth plenty because all of us are descendants of Sarah and Abraham. The Bible says, Look unto your father, Abraham, your father, Bethlehem. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah, that, that birthday. For I called him alone and blessed him. Okay? He said, Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah, that birthday. So all of us are offsprings, are descendants of Abraham. And Abraham gave birth through Sarah. So, of course. Verse 4, 13. These all died in faith. And having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims of the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. Verse 15. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. 16. But now they desire better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to call them to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. God is not ashamed to call <laughs> for Him to be called their God. <clears throat> when you when you have faith in God, <laughs> when you walk with God by faith, God is not ashamed to be called your God. People think that. Um, when maybe you don't have all your needs met or you are living in a crunchy house or something, God is ashamed of you. Now, literally, God is not happy with the fact that you are not enjoying all the good things he has for you. But if you really trust him, he's not ashamed to be called, for him to be called your God. He's not ashamed. God is proud of people that walk in faith because, because they trust him. Yes. Now verse 17, Hebrews. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son. By faith, when he was tested. You know, faith will be tested. In Hebrews chapter 12, um, sorry, Psalms 12 verse 6, the Bible said that the, the word of God has been tested and tried seven times. Okay? Now, if faith is based on the word and the word is tried then of course you who also stands on the word will be tried now <clears throat> the reason why god tests our faith is because so that we can move from one level of grace or faith to the other okay when you are there and um your faith is not tested you you will not 
you will not become a giant. Okay? If you are attending a school and you don't write exam, you don't get promotion. The Bible said in Hebrews chapter 12, okay, verse 6 and 7, it says that <clears throat> for whom the Lord loves, he chastens, that is, he disciplines, and scourges every son whom he receives. Verse 7. If you endure discipline or chastening or testing, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not discipline? Okay? So when your faith is being tested, it means God is dealing with you as a son. And the Bible said in Galatians chapter 4 that a slave or the, 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 the heir, as long as he's a child, differeth nothing from a slave, but it's under tutors and government until the, son, the time appointed by his father. So when you move from childhood into sonship, and God can only, you can only become a son when you endure testing of faith and you pass. Then you become a son who is qualified by experience to enjoy all the inheritance of the father, even on this earth. Kilamana Haudaleas. Now, let me jump to verse 22. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave his, and gave his trust concerning his bones. So, by faith, Joseph saw into the future. <laughs> by faith, Joseph saw into the future a lot of things. Let me move to the greater exploits. Now, these are the exploits of faith. By faith, Hebrews 11 verse 30, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. So when you go through fasting for seven days, by faith, every wall in your life will collapse. It is not by jacking and rolling of law. Faith. He said, this is my promised land. I am stepping into this year. With all my needs, mirth. Listen, every lack and want, every wall of lack and want will collapse by faith. 31. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she, was when she had received the spies with peace. Okay? Ah, Rahab, even though she was a harlot and had no covenant with Israel, by faith, she was spared because she received the spies. She did not doubt that this spy that I'm receiving, they shall turn against me and kill me. No, she had no doubt. And so by faith, she and her household were saved. <clears throat> by faith, we were saved. And by faith, we shall be delivered from every plague and deadly pestilence. Now verse 31, 32. And what more shall I say? For the time would fill me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Japhthah and of David and Samuel the prophet who through faith they subdued kingdoms they worked righteousness obtained promises and stopped the mouth of lions now let me talk about the subdued kingdoms people say um, people say Look 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is planting faith. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible said, They believed, and therefore they spoke. We all, with the same spirit of faith, believe, and therefore we speak. I, I speak to every dead situation in your life. Come alive. Your spirit that has been unreceptive to the word of God, I command it to come alive in the name of Jesus. Oh Jesus, I bless your name. Let the faith of your people be revived again. I was talking about the Bible said that by faith they subdue kingdoms. People say that in this economy, things are hard. Nobody can thrive here. Listen, by faith, you shall be able to subdue the territories in which you live. And whatever people are doing and it is not thriving, you will do anything to thrive. Oh yes, Lord. So let me end my little podcast with this verse. Romans 10. Verse 17. So then, faith comes. If faith comes, then faith can also go. But let me focus on this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hmm. But I see. Okay, so faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith doesn't come by having heard. They send you a, a message or a sermon. You say, oh, this message I've heard it before. No. That is not how we build faith in a mountain. As you receive the word and you are listening to it, the anointing of the word will cause faith to be produced for exploit. Faith comes by, it didn't say faith comes by having heard. Faith comes by hearing. Every day you should hear the word. And every form of doubt will dissolve. I believe you've been inspired and blessed by this short message. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord strengthen you. When all other people are giving up, the Bible said that when men are being cast down, thou shalt say, you shall be able to say only by faith, thou shalt say that there is a lifting up and it shall save the humble person. When your bank account comes crashing, your business comes crashing, your academic life comes crashing, your spiritual life is nothing to write home of. I pray that in the name of Jesus, as your faith is revived, you shall be able to conquer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.